Today on the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast, we're talking about Moon Knight. Full season one of Moon Knight. All the feedback, all the theories about the future, all the thoughts about this season. Right after this. Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast. My name is Matthew Carroll. And I'm Ashley Coffin. Ashley, so good to cast with you again. Excited about some feedback. It's been a good week. It's been a good week in Marvel World. We are on the other side of this, and it's just glorious. Yeah, I can't believe as much happened this week in the Marvel multiverse as we <laughs> we got. Like, oh, Moon Knight is so, so good, and Doctor Strange is so, so good, although divisive from, uh, from some of the feedback we got this week. Yeah, no comment. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm going to, I'm going to do my best when we get to that. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll get to it. Uh, we'll get to it on the next episode, but, oh no, I'm sorry. We're going to, the multiverse one's going to come out before this. So I'm going to take, not say that. Um, okay. Yeah. All right. But for now, let's talk about Moon Knight. I feel like Moon Knight has not been divisive at all. I feel like it's been universally no. beloved. No, that last episode gave me a lot of things that I'd been saying I wanted. Like I got to see my crocodile goddess and she was glorious and it was fantastic. And listen, who doesn't love a big monsters fight? Yeah. I I really enjoyed a a lot of the choices they made in the last episode. Yeah. Me too, man. Me too. Um, well let's get into the feedback, I guess. Um, wait, have you gotten a chance to do, uh, no, you haven't even done an Ashley's corner. Like what? Right. I'm trying to like, it's been such a busy week. Like, yeah, it's like my brain is so full of, Okay. Doctor Strange, I'm like really trying. Like maybe when we're going through the feedback, um, I'll be able to like refresh my memory. I'm so sorry. No, no, but, like, so I, like I was like, I remember big monsters, and they introduced Jake, and I really like. No, I really did enjoy the last episode. I'm excited for the future of the series because I did read and did not look up any further into it as I do that they changed it from season finale or series finale to season finale on Disney Plus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. I like that. Me too. Because they left it at such a fun point. Mm-hmm. And it's like, like how long has Khonshu been working uh, with Jake? Like, how long? Right. Is it, yeah. Sounds to me like the whole time. And I, it's crazy that, like, scenes that we thought, I guess, were Mark, maybe weren't Mark. But how did Mark not know that? Like, do you think that that scene when they were in, like, Switzerland or wherever that was, was that Mark taking all those guys out? Or was that... Uh, I Jake. now think that was probably Jake. Mm-hmm. It's hard though because Mark is also a mercenary and sure. would be able to do that. But yeah, if that was Jake, it, it's so much more layers to like what mm-hmm. each one of them knows is going on. Well, and it may be Mark thinking he's doing it, but blacking out while he's doing mm-hmm. certain things. And like, he's just realizing there's a third personality there. I mean, yeah. Jake clear. I mean, ugh, so hard to keep them all straight. Mark clearly knows, <laughs> has known for a while about Steven. Um, but he doesn't, doesn't even seem to know that Jake exists, especially that Jake exists and is an avatar of Khonshu. Yeah. <laughs> Khonshu really got a package deal in on this one, you know? He did. Got so many <laughs> avatars. For the price of one. Yeah. <laughs> At least. Uh, okay, cool. Well, let's dive in. We got lots of feedback. Um, first, we got Tim Brown uh, says, look at my prediction at L- for Layla. Who's the man? Notice the scarab on her chest was red. 
Uh, looking at some other reviews, it seems at least one other uh, guest as, guessed it as well. Uh, oh, well, it's still <laughs> cool. So, yeah, Tim, a couple weeks ago, wrote in that he thought she would be a red scarab by the end of the season, and he was correct. Yeah, at least some job. some form of that character. In, in the comics, it's a, it's a, it's a man, and I don't know exactly, I don't know too much about him, but... Uh, Wasn't it her, maybe her father, or... It sounds like they might have given her father a name that's similar... And so, yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not totally sure. It, it seems like he might have been the Red Scarab, but now it looks yeah. like she's the Red Scarab, not him, which is great. I, she's probably my favorite thing about the finale. Like, I love all of it, but man, she was the most unexpected and fun thing to see. Like, I thought we were going to see her as the uh, avatar of Amit. We talked about that a ton. Mm-hmm. and getting, yeah. But getting to her, like, to be full hero... Even more so than Moon Knight is a hero, you know, like not even an anti-hero. She's just like straight up a superhero. And that was super fun. Yeah. Mm. And she looked beautiful. So freaking gorgeous. Mm -hmm. I loved it. All right. Up next, Alyssa Jane Haynes, one of our patrons, says, what a finale. It was very fun. A little bit confusing. I feel like second season is 100% needed. Uh, glad we got to meet Jake in the mid credit scene after all the hints being dropped. And yet, his existence makes me sad because it probably means even deeper layers of Mark's trauma will eventually be uncovered. Mm, that's a good point. Mm. I just want peace for Mark. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think you're going to get that anytime soon, Alyssa. Um, but... Of course, Khonshu is going to work hard to keep Jake under wraps, pun intended, <laughs> so that he can continue carrying out his vengeance without Mark slash Steven interfering. So effed up. Super Layla was incredible. Holy crap. She was fun to watch, hoping we see a lot more of her in the future. I think she will end up fully embracing her role as a badass Egyptian superhero and Towerette's avatar. That moment with the young girl in the street was beautiful. Thanks for all you do, Boss Pandas. (laughs) Love you 3000. Thank you, Alyssa. Yeah, I love it. The representation, she's so awesome. It just, that scene, you know, like sometimes people, I saw that people like, oh, it was a little cheesy, but I I didn't think so. I thought that one, that one hit pretty well. Absolutely. I'm a hundred percent with you. I didn't, um, it, it, it was almost like a statement about how important representation was. Like, I don't think it's that, that's, that moment wasn't just for young Egyptian girls. It was like a a moment for like, you know, embracing, uh, embracing leadership and embracing being the sort of like, uh, symbol that she needed to be. And for that little Mm -hmm. girl, I I just, I loved it. I loved it Mm -hmm. so much. It's a middle Eastern representation. And yeah, it's, it's all important. And I love that Marvel just keeps doing it. Yeah, (laughs) it's true. Uh, man, crazy, cool, crazy, crazy, cool. All right. Up next, we have Mark Cruz. Another one of our patrons says, hello, pandas. Uh, wondering if anyone else is contemplating this. The Ennead have stated that they no longer participate in human affairs. Just observe. Is the wall of deities imprisoned in stone those who refuse to just observe? Is Anubis among those imprisoned? Because I thought Anubis judges souls for the afterlife. We talked about that. Mm. Yes. 
If this is the case, is that why Towerette is guiding souls to the afterlife with hieroglyphic cue cards? <laughs> I love their hieroglyphic cue cards. That's so funny. Is that why Khonshu and Amit are engaged in ethereal civil war to fill the power void for their own selfish reasons? And really, both Amit and Khonshu are suspect here. Their problem with the other's motives are trivial. Uh, there is little difference as both are focused on vengeance, not true justice. Also, definitely has a div this divine function isn't big enough for the two of us vibe. Laters, Gators. <laughs> Love you 3000. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that's a lot of interesting stuff. The, like, absence of Anubis could kind of be the cause of a lot of the problems we're seeing here. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Hmm. Like, the souls going up and, like, all those souls going down and... Yeah. Um, and Towerette yeah. being there on the boat instead, like, not really knowing what she's doing. And then Osiris having to make kind of calls in the moment to let people in or out of the doors of Osiris or whatever. Um, yeah, that's all, that's all good points. Um, then again, like... There's always in my mind this thing of like, especially with the afterlife stuff, how much of that is real? Of course, mm -hmm. I, I, we did get like, I mean, I said it in the fifth episode or whatever. If we get Towerette communicating with Layla, then it's all, then all the things Mark went through were real. And I guess they are. Yeah. Well, I thought, I thought what was interesting is when he went into, um, God, I can't remember what the fields are because I just feel the Greek reeds. mythology field. Yeah, of course, because it's just a bunch of freaks. Um, <laughs> like Mark was like, where am I? Where am I? But Steven like would have known exactly where that place was. And I don't know why that stood out to me, but I just really liked that scene. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, I just love that, that moment and him describing it to Steven later. He's like, mm -hmm. that was, it was really nice. Like it was really tempting yeah. to stay there, but yeah. I, I couldn't, I couldn't leave you behind buddy. You know, like, oh, so Aww. good. Hmm. That, I, I love them. I love those two together. <laughs> I was like, just kiss already. Over with. <laughs> <laughs> that's the love triangle we need. We need a little, little more. We've been talking all about how Layla let's and Mark make it weird. Let's make it real weird. <laughs> Have them be uh, in love with one another, even though they share the same body. It's a very Loki thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> how weird is Marvel getting these days with their love connections? People from the same person from different You're universes. So and now we're talking about it's led us to this point. We're talking about like we're shipping Steven and Mark. <laughs> and oh, you put God. them together. It's Stark. See, it was meant to be all along. Oh, that's what this is all about. <laughs> All right, up next, we got Luke Murphy on Gmail. <laughs> says, hi, guys. I hope you're all well. Just finished Moon Knight and got to say, I feel a little underwhelmed. Interesting. I loved some things like the acting and most of the visuals, but expected much more from this show. Uh, I thought the pacing and the actual plot itself were a bit lacking. Harrow was a bit too easy to beat, and we didn't even see it. I also didn't like the CGI on the suit. It looked amazing when it was the practical suit, but like a video game the rest of the time. Conchu's voice sounded too much like Venom to me. Uh, would have preferred an Egyptian accent for authenticity. Uh, what I did like was Oscar Isaac and Mae Kalamoe. Uh, Kalamoe? 
I'm not sure I see your name. That's close enough. Uh, they were fantastic. I would say I enjoyed it overall, but think it should have been a lot better and would have benefited from 10-episode run. Uh, DS Mom tomorrow and hopefully will be far more positive about that. Love you guys and love your content. Luke. <laughs> Thanks, Luke. Thanks, Luke. Appreciate you. Yeah, I mean, you know, all, that's the thing about these newer, more risky shows. Yeah. To, you know, um, it's not going to be for everybody. And this is going to branch off into like, you know, the darker probably, you know, parts like with the werewolves by night and stuff that we we're talking mm-hmm. about. So it's like, if that's not for you, you could just stay right over here with Kamala Khan. Have a good time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's a little something for everybody. And that's what I, I like the the risk taking. They're not just stay in the course and and trying to be like, okay, let's keep it safe and not do anything weird because under like, it's all kind of crazy, you know, superheroes. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, it's always a thing where like, people are like, Hey, I didn't, I'm, I really, they really lost me when they did this weird thing. And it's like, it's all superhero stuff, guys. Like it's all <laughs> real weird. Yeah. If anything, everybody's only experienced a very tame version of all of this because it did come from comics. Yeah. You know, the the comics get kind of crazy, like, which are also for kids, which you can get away with doing a lot more in a comic. But, uh, well, and you, I, I know, I know they're just, just for the representation. Comics aren't just for kids. Um, <laughs> no, no, I'm saying you can just like with these movies, people, children can enjoy. Like when people, yeah. like, I've read comics. I know they're not just for kids, but when I read a comic, comics, I was like 13, 14, you know, oh, I yeah, was yeah. young. I, I hear you. I hear you. I just, just throwing it out there because I know there are people that will take exception to that. Uh, that sentence. So, um, but I, but I agree. Uh, they definitely, especially a lot of these stories, the more like headline comics were written for like a younger audience. And also they get way weirder. The MCU was specifically made to sort of like scienceify everything and turn everything back into science. You know, um, that, that whole Thor thing where it's like sciences. I mean, it's, I say Thor, Thor, it's like HG Wells thing where like all magic is just science. We don't understand yet. Um, and so mm-hmm. the MCU has been like sort of specifically kept in this sort of scientific realm. So things get a little less weird. Um, but now we're like leaving that behind, especially, I mean, you know, we just saw Multiverse Madness and it just magic everywhere with no explanation, um, except for a cursory, like, sure, the <sighs> idea somewhere in the back of your head, like this is all science somehow, but it's getting pretty weird to be science. Oh, yeah. I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. Me too. Me too. But Luke's specific, uh, specific things, I guess none of it bothered me, especially, I don't know, he talks about the CGI of the suit. I, there weren't that many moments that I thought the CGI was bad. Um, Could have just been like, he might have a better TV than me. <laughs> but like, I just <laughs> well, thought it was we, great. We went into it, you know, how we, we don't like, you know, CGI in this house like that. And that was the one thing Ken was the most worried about. And at the end of it, he was like, you know, it actually wasn't that bad. Like yeah. the, the CGI for the suit wasn't terrible. We didn't get to see it that much. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> the thing is they use a lot of practical moments. Um, and, they, you know, sometimes CGI is necessary for certain things, but they really did a lot of practical stuff. And I, I, I just loved it. I bought it the whole time. I felt mm-hmm. like I was watching it for real. I feel like I put that Venom thing in everybody's head and I'm really sorry. <laughs> I feel like that's my That's fault. funny. Yeah, I'm hearing that a lot from her feedback, but I just, it didn't bother. That never felt like that to me. It was the first thing I heard. That's uh, Yeah. I get that like it is a guy talking to, you know, a being in his head. So like it, there's, there's yeah. definitely a connection there. Um, I mm-hmm. no denying it, but like, 
I don't know. Just it didn't feel like Venom to me. He feels he felt very different. <laughs> F. Murray Abraham, or whatever. His voice is just so to me like it's more. It's so much more. Um, Venom is a beast, you know. Venom sounds like rah, yeah. Rah. I know what you mean. And like F. Murray Abraham is like this, like an ancient man wizard type voice. <laughs> and I, I just, it just didn't. I, it is it to me. It's the only similarity is the fact he's that they're like talking to a formal venom he's like sure he's like venom who went to prep school <laughs> and went to cambridge university out of london yeah when yes. he's talking it's, to steven <laughs> venom from the multiverse who who had a little more finishing school <laughs> i guess it was like the most venomy for me when he was in the temple fighting like do like the court case he's like what no you're an idiot like or whatever when he was fighting with everybody about harrow Oh, okay. <laughs> like when he's interesting, like when he's screaming from actual, in actual Oscar Isaac voice or whatever. No, uh, kind of. He was yelling at Oscar Isaac, like telling him. Oh, okay, what to gotcha. Say. Yeah, yeah. Because I remember the the scene you're talking about where they like, where he keeps taking over Oscar Isaac for a second, and going like, I don't believe him or whatever. Like, yeah. To me, that felt <laughs> yeah. just something totally different. But it's funny. I hear you. Up next, we got Kaylee Andraka on Gmail says. Hello, Ashley, and the other ones. <laughs> kidding, kidding. Love you all equally. Uh, I've been a long-time listener since the beginning of WandaVision, but this is my first time writing in, and wow, what a time to do it. Just finished episode six of Moon Knight, and holy wow, <laughs> was it good. Uh, I think I am going to add Layla's interaction with the little girl to my list of favorite female MCU moments. Yeah. Uh, Mm -hmm. Are you an Egyptian superhero? I am. I loved it. And wow, her costume was beautiful, and I can see why both Mark and Steven are in love with her. (laughs) I didn't think Oscar Isaac could impress me more, but he really did this episode. Uh, The way he was able to seamlessly transition from Mark to Steven with just a slight change in his jaw or lift of his eyebrow just really impressed me. It was totally (laughs) different from how we saw them change before. It was as if it was painful in the beginning, but now they've reached an understanding and they've let go. If he doesn't get nominated for an Emmy, I will be totally shocked. Also, that Jake reveal at the end. The Spanish? <laughs> uh, be still my heart. Ashley, back me up on this. <laughs> I'll back up your beating heart, baby girl. I'm right there with you. <laughs> As a Hispanic woman uh, who has a massive crush on Oscar Hernandez Estrada. <laughs> From Guatemala. It was a very welcome surprise. I was a little surprised they didn't have Mark and Steven meet Jake, but I'm hopeful this means a continuation of the series or possibly a lead in to the movies. I don't believe it's led into the multiverse of madness, but who knows? I've been wrong before. I love this podcast and I can't wait to see the mom episodes. So until next time, may the fourth be with y'all <laughs> and I love you three hundred. Oh, and then I love you 300. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> so funny. When people do that, I don't know if it's a Haley Hobbs reference or if they're also making the same Haley Hobbs Just, mistake. <laughs> I hope it's a little bit of both. <laughs> Me too. Uh, love it. Kaylee. Uh, I love it. I love it all. Um, is that Oscar Isaac's real name? Oscar Hernandez Estrada? I would believe, I would, I would think so. 
It sounds like she went to put all of it in there. Yeah. Yeah. And I would only call him by his full name constantly. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. Yeah. I just, you know, she mentioned something there about it, it, it having a movie, um, for moon Knight, And it got me, I've been thinking about this a lot. Uh, Something about Multiverse Madness. There's not a spoiler here. And, and this was something that was said before Multiverse Madness ever came out. But you, like, really needed to see WandaVision. <laughs> they like, told you. I know. I know they did. They told you, you need to buy Disney Plus, watch WandaVision, and cancel it. Like, whatever you need to do to make sure you see it. I told somebody, too, who is, like, a definite Marvel adjacent fan. And they're like, oh, I'm going to see it. What do I need to watch? I was like, literally, WandaVision. Yeah. <laughs> You like really, really need to watch WandaVision. Like it's not, it doesn't really even make sense without WandaVision. Mm-hmm. Um, it's incredibly important to the story. Uh, and like, or at least the understanding of where Wanda's character is. So like, right. I don't think they, it's, I kind of expected them to do a little more work in the, like, here's what happened to, here's what happened at Westview, but they mentioned Westview right. and they just move on. And it's, yeah. it's, and, and it's like, wow. Okay. There's a lot of other stuff going on in our world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it's it's interesting to me because she she mentions Moon a Moon Knight movie, and it's like, yeah, they could jump That'd this to the movies if they wanted to, and just have Moon Knight show up and mm-hmm. be who he is, Jake Lockley included. You know, they did the right thing. You do a series first. You make people who don't know about the character care about the character, and then you have your movie. Yeah, DC. <laughs> well, sure. The problem <laughs> is in this world of like all the bifurcated streaming services, not everybody can go watch. Every not everybody will go watch every series. So then, if you have a movie, like yeah, maybe it will inspire people to go, or maybe it'll turn people off. You know, they'll go like, "Well, I haven't seen that Wandavision show. This 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 movie's not for me." You know, uh, I think mm-hmm. with Wand, it was a good bet because if you've watched all the other things, then you have a good motivation to go see Wandavision. Um, I, I think Marvel's getting to the place where they're just they're just being like, "You just have to watch everything," like, or we're just. We've talked about it before, but like this is seems like that point where it's like you really in game was a big one. But like now it just seems like you have to watch everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I love that. Oh, me too. <laughs> you got to be in, man. You got to be in. Yeah. It's like you're in or you're out. One of the, you know, yep. like you don't have the uh, luxury of like watching some of it anymore. I, I've talked to some, but like, I always am trying to convert. Like it's my, like, I'm an evangelistic Marvel person. <laughs> I go around just doing it. And the people I have resistance with the most are like people who are like, what do you mean? I have to watch 25 movies at this point, <laughs> four TV shows. I'm like, oh, I mean, uh, yeah. if you want the full experience, yep. like, <laughs> I feel like I, I don't know. Yeah, I I used to think it didn't seem like much because the movies are so good and they're only two hours long each. It feels like a TV show, but it's starting to be like. I remember a couple of years ago when I, I thought about watching all of the James Bond movies, and I got mm-hmm. started. And I was just like, I can't do it. There's just twenty mm-hmm. of them. It was like twenty six mm-hmm. or something at the time. And I was just like, I just can't get through this. This is too many, and and a lot of them were older, and you know, it's like the pacing is slow. And I was just kind of like, I don't, I'm not, I'm not really, <laughs> I can't do one of these every night. I'm gonna have to space this out. And then I just like didn't never get back to it. You know, not those are great movies in their own right for their own reasons, <laughs> but like I just couldn't do it. But I, I these movies to me are still just so relevant and so good and yeah. so timely. I feel like COVID, everybody did the whole Marvel rewatch. Every single person, people who oh, had yeah. never seen it before started it. People were just rewatching. We did it. Yeah. 
we we keep talking about doing a one for the, the the podcast, like doing a full rewatch from the beginning, um, which I'm still totally down for. I think it's a great idea. Mm-hmm. We just had too much content to cover to get a lot. to it, you know. Yeah. Next drought, we'll really dive into that because it'd be fun. About to have a one month drought. Mm-hmm. Ooh, mm-hmm. it's almost time. Mm-hmm. Up next, we have Tatchel Titsworth on gmail says hi y'all i have been loving this season of moon Knight, even if it was pretty confusing about what was actually reality as i watched uh sense or nonsense question mark <laughs> i just listened to your re- instant reaction cast for the finale and there was a discussion about layla's costume having wings because uh they can all fly or something like that uh, i'm pretty sure it's a reference to the winged scarab symbol uh, from ancient Egypt, uh, since she's the Scarlet Scarab. Uh, I guess her avatar costume was more connected to her character than Towerette. One little thing I noticed uh, was the license plate on the Rolls Royce in the after credit scene was says Spectre. Uh, maybe this is a subtle reference to the billionaire persona from comics. Anyway, uh, love the podcast and listening to y'all's theories on all things Marvel. Can't wait for DS Mom. Uh, <laughs> Laters Gators, Rachel. Oh, <laughs> Rachel. It's not t- Tatchel. Uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't know why What's, it says that on Gmail. I usually copy-paste. <laughs> uh, I, th- I think that Rachel is onto something there with, like, it, it, it definitely was like more about her character than Towerettes and like she was little scarab and then she became Scarlet Scarab. Uh, yeah. Totally makes sense. And I guess Towerette knew that because she knew her, knows her father and all that good stuff. And mm-hmm. I don't know, she's a god. Um, omni- omniscient? No. What's the one where they omnipotent? know everything? No, that's pow- Omnipot- powerful. Oh. Omniscient is omnipresent. No, I guess omniscient is knowing everything. I always get them confused. It's omnipotent, omnipresent, and omniscient. What a know-it-all. <sighs> Such <laughs> know-it-all. Such know-it-all. It's true. Thanks Thanks for noticing. Um. <laughs> Stop throwing all them syllables at me. Move on. <laughs> Less syllables, please. Like Spectre. S-P-K-T-R. <laughs> I didn't notice that. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It did. It said uh, Spectre on the... License plate, which is interesting because, yes, it's a Rolls Royce. It's a very fancy car, which sort of connects it to the rich personality, which in comics is actually Steven. But then it (laughs) says Spectre, which is Mark's last name. But then Mm -hmm. it's also Jake is the one driving it. So whose car is that? (laughs) Very confusing. Yeah. It's Conchu's. <laughs> Clearly, Conchu. <laughs> I love that Conchu is basically wearing the the Steven suit in the backseat of the car. Yeah. You notice that? He's like in a full mm-hmm. on like, oh, it's so funny to me that he like. Just chill him. Yeah. That he like went all fancy for, for to, to meet up with Harrow <laughs> to kill him. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. And also Harrow could see him in that moment, which normally, I guess maybe that was actually Amit power allowing him to see him oh or maybe he like revealed himself to him because he's like you's about to die <laughs> yeah that's possible but there were other scenes where like conchu was yelling about him and conchu and he couldn't see him he, he was like oh i can't see saying. him like I'm maybe it's up up to conchu though maybe maybe yeah it's very possible i don't know gods <laughs> but it's also he, as far as we know ahmet is still like i mean it's still inside of him so i'm assuming ahmet at yeah. least can see him this is so bad. 
they killed him, right? <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, well, we don't see him die on screen. We do see okay. Jake turns around and puts two bullets in him, as far as we can tell. So. Okay, cool. Um, cool, cool, cool. All right. Um, How many? He put two, two. Mark got hit with two bullets, too, right? That is correct. So, I mean, if. Numbers, it all means something. Mark can survive it. I don't know why uh, Ahmet can't or whatever. I guess. They 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 trap Ahmet in Harrow because he's a vessel that is fragile enough to just to kill. Like yes. so, if you break one of those statues, apparently they just get out. But if you kill them when they're trapped in a human, uh, they die too. So okay, that's at least Rules. that seems like how they were explaining it. Yeah. Rules. Rules, Eli. <laughs> what is that from? <laughs> uh, there will be blood. <laughs> oh, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Up next, we got uh, Dakota Sehan on Gmail says, just finished Moon Knight episode six. And all I can say is day <laughs> Uh This series is phenomenal. My favorite MCU series for sure. It took a lot to beat Loki and WandaVision, but this one takes the cake. Uh, wish it could have gone another six episodes, but love how they wrapped everything up and made it all make sense in episode six and the fight sequence toward the end transitioning from moon Knight to Mr. Knight and Mark to Steven was just perfection. Not to mention the mid credit scene. This whole <laughs> season was just great. Can't wait to watch it all again. Hope you guys like the finale as much as I did Dakota. I did. Yes. <laughs> I, I, I did. It's it's really hard for me to say I like it better than Loki. But I think I do. I don't. It's it, it would be <sighs> probably number 3. I think I think I might like it better than Loki. As much no. as I love I don't know. Loki is so up my alley. All the fantastical elements, all the time travel is just so much fun for me. It's exactly mm-hmm. what I want out of a show. But the acting in this show oscar isaac is acting on a level that is like above anyone else in the mcu and i mean anyone like this is a hundred percent throw i would throw elizabeth olsen's name out there Mm. i'm trying to decide if i agree with that i think she's great (laughs) she's very great but like this i don't know the way she's the way he in the same shot swaps back and forth is it's just phenomenal. He's great. He's no James McAvoy about it, but he's great. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm trying to decide. Like you're talking about split, split versus this. He he does like hmm. 25. He has that scene where he flips between nine different personalities. Yeah, and they are all very different. Like McAvoy crushed the different personality. I totally agree. I bet they were like, God damn it, he already was Professor Xavier. You'd be a perfect, <laughs> except he's just a little too Londony. Oh wait, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm wondering though. Like, I, I agree with you. Split is great. He's Scottish, just in case. Sorry, I know, I know he's Scottish. Just starting out there. <laughs> that was a big mistake. <laughs> <laughs> Split is absolutely wonderful, but to me, each of those characters is a, a really not trying to be insulting here. I don't think those characters go as deep as Steven or Mark are. Mostly those characters are kind of like, you know, there's like the child and he sort of like takes on all these things of a child. I don't know. 
there's just something about Mark and Steven, and maybe it's just the amount of time we got to spend with each of them. Mm-hmm. They just feel like fully realized characters to me, whereas the, the ones in Split, while the, the physical transformation and the vocal transformations are amazing, I don't feel like there's there's a deep character behind every one of them like I do. Well, with, I thought we this. were, I was just talking about acting yeah, yeah, and yeah. doing different, not character development inside of that. Because there's a big difference when you get, like if Split would have been seven episodes, yeah, that would have been very different. It may just be purely how much time we get to spend. And then there's another show to bring into this conversation, which is or- Orphan Black. Um, there's not the, they don't do the switching, but it's um, Tatiana Mislani. Spoiler alert, very mild spoiler alert, plays a ton of characters in that show. And mm-hmm. th- they, they're not switching back and forth, but she's playing these different characters, and it is mind-blowingly good. Um, She's about to be She-Hulk. If you if you all like her, or if you want to know her about her, go watch Orphan Black. It is mm-hmm. the best. It's one of the best shows. It's so freaking good. Um, I don't know. I love I love this exercise though, having a actor play so many different characters in a thing. So good. And like Eddie Murphy trailblazed it all for us. Oh God, yes he did. <laughs> a lot. Mike Myers used to do it. Yeah, a lot of those yep. SNL guys really got into that. Yep, it started out a real comedy thing. I'm, I don't know if it. I'm trying to think if it really did exist before those comedy things. Hmm, I don't know. Hmm. When you start to go back into Hollywood, there's always somebody who did it. Somebody before, and then you get to like the 30s when films started, and they're like, "Yeah, someone did it." <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, I'm sure there's somebody back there. I just, I'm trying to, th- I can't think of anyone who played a bunch of different characters in a drama. I mean, I'm sure there's other DID uh, scenarios. Oh, uh, yeah. Surely, surely. Anyway, all right, guys. Well, mm-hmm. that is our Moon Knight uh, stuff for this week. We're going to, we're going to have a few more Moon Knight feedback episodes. We've got at least, at least enough already for one. And every time we do one of these, uh, we're going to, we always get three or four more pages of uh <laughs> feedback uh but we'll be back in your feed with more moon Knight talk uh and more multiverse of madness talk and we'll have some commissioned episodes over the next few weeks so um hey if you want to uh join the patreon go to patreon.com slash mcu cast it really helps the show out uh Ooh. you can throw you know however much you want it's per episode but we only ever charge once a week so these days we release three episodes a week, almost every week, but you only get charged <laughs> for one. So you can throw a it's, dollar. It's a bargain deal. Or, yeah. You get to be in a special club. That's right. <laughs> and we prioritize your feedback and get it up at the top. Mm. Um, all right, guys. We love you all. Peace. Eat this, Jeff. Until next time, true believers. <laughs> 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 Thank you for joining us for the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. Available everywhere you get podcasts, and now a video version streaming live on twitch.tv slash strandedpandatv and available at youtube.com slash strandedpanda. And if you'd like to learn more about all of our other podcasts, geeky projects, and ways to support the network, visit strandedpanda.com.